ML Nation, episode 472. Just really never give up, you know. You just never know what's around the corner. You could be one conversation away from finding your next diamond. And if you don't carry on, you'll never know. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. Hey, if you feel overwhelmed or lack consistency, we have free resources on our website, mlnation.com, on how to defeat overwhelm, take action, and create consistency. Just head over to mlmnation.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today from the UK, Shaney Whelan. Hey, Shaney, are you ready to make it happen? Yeah, I'm ready. Shaney Whelan had gone the traditional route and studied hard, went to university and a career as a recruitment consultant. When she first introduced to network marketing, she had no clue what it was, but decided to give it a shot. After struggling for a few years, she started to see success last year. Uh, currently, she's a triple diamond and is the only person at that rank in her company in Europe. She's a six-figure earner and a full-time, also full-time leader, and her passion is to help others. Uh, so, Shaney, I've given them ML Nation a br- uh, brief background, but share a little bit more about your, uh, how you got started in network marketing or why did you decide to uh, give this a shot? Okay, thank you. I just want to say, firstly, thank you so much for inviting me on here. Um, it's been a dream of mine since I first listened to your podcast, so I really, really appreciate you inviting me on. Um, so, yeah, I was actually introduced to network marketing four years ago. It's four years ago next month. Um, I was working in recruitment. I had a good job. You know, I really enjoyed my job, actually. I wasn't looking for anything else. I wasn't looking for any extra income whatsoever. I'd never heard of network marketing. Um, I was perfectly happy in what I was doing. Um, but a friend of mine had started posting something on Facebook, um, and it was about a skincare product. It was um, anti-wrinkle, um, lifting, firming, toning, that kind of thing. And it completely grabbed my attention. I think being a woman who just hit 30s, you know, it was something that I was obviously concerned about. And she created so much kind of curiosity and intrigue on her Facebook post that I literally just wanted to know what she was doing. So I messaged her. She told me a little bit about the product. And I honestly did not have a clue that it was a network marketing because I didn't even know what it was. I just thought that she was selling a new product. So she invited me along to go to what I thought was a demonstration, um, like a little meeting. So, of course, I went along and watched the demonstration with the product. And then they started going through the business. And I was like, oh, this is a bit interesting. So they were talking through the business opportunity, um, you know, the background, a bit about what network marketing was, and then it touched on the comp plan. And as soon as I saw those figures on that comp plan, I was like, mm, what on earth is this? Because some of these earnings that they were saying you could earn, they were like my, my yearly earnings in one month. And I thought, I, for some reason, I just didn't really believe that it was true to start with. You know, I'd never heard of anything like this. Uh, but obviously it got my interest because I went back the next week to a meeting again and then signed up on the spot. Mm. And at that time, it was a thousand pounds, which I think is about $1,700 to join that business because you had to buy the biggest business builder kit. Um, so it's a lot of money, but I just didn't, I didn't think twice. I just signed up on the spot and that was how I got introduced originally. How did you, so you never heard of network marketing? No, right? never. That's awesome. I think mean, I love those stories because it tells you that's where you can never prejudge prospects. Right. Yeah. You got a great income, you're a good job, you're well educated. 
Uh, you're probably not quali- not a quote-unquote qualified prospect. You don't have needs, but you just can't sh- hold back from sharing. You never, never know. So what made you decide to join? You go back to the second meeting. Why join? Um, I think because, obviously, as much as I love my job, as soon as I'd seen that there was another way to earn money and, you know, create a better lifestyle for yourself, that really appealed to me. Um, I love holidays. I love traveling. I love having a bit of freedom. I've done a lot of traveling when I was younger. And for me, being at work in a job where I only had four or five weeks holiday a year, that was really restricting. Um, I was always the person that was buying extra days holiday, which obviously then reduced my salary. Um, as soon as kind of I was introduced to this other kind of lifestyle model, that's what appealed to me the most because I thought if I can do this, maybe start it alongside my job and build it up so that I can do this full time, that will give me the freedom and the flexibility to kind of do what I want and travel and go on holidays and, you know, live that lifestyle really. Because I'd never even thought that it was possible because in my opinion, in my eyes, you went to school, you got your A-levels, you went to university, you got a job and that's what you did until you are 65. Or you started your own traditional business, which obviously you're going to be tied to as well. So there was not really any freedom with that. Um, so yeah, it was just a complete eye-opener really. So once you got started, um, I know you, you said you struggled for a little bit. What were some of the challenges and mistakes you made? Um, so I think the problem was, so I got started really, really excited. I just assumed that everybody else would be as excited as me. And I thought that everyone was going to sign up. Um, it would be easy. And obviously we all know that it's not easy. It's a really, really hard business to get your head around. Um, and I just kind of wasn't consistent. So I tried for a few weeks, didn't really get anywhere, got a lot of rejection, which obviously at that point I've not done any personal development. I didn't even know what it was. So for me being told no and having people kind of look at me like I was gone a bit crazy, you know, that, that kind of put me off a little bit. And that, at that point I was kind of in and out from that point onwards. So for that year, for that first year, I didn't really get any momentum going. I wasn't consistent. You know, I'd spend like a couple of days a week, maybe spamming out a load of messages, doing everything completely wrong. And that went on for that first year. And then, uh, so, but you didn't quit. So why, how come you didn't uh, quit? Because you're not getting results. You're earning good income already. You're getting just negativity, which we'll talk about in a second, rejection. Uh, yeah. How come you stayed in? Um, I think because um, I'd seen people around me becoming successful. And as much as I wasn't putting in the effort that I, that I should have been doing, I really thought I was working on the business. Like looking back now, knowing what it takes to be successful, I know I wasn't working on the business really at all. Um, but I thought in my head that I was. So I kind of stuck with it. And then it was the year, like probably about eight or nine months later, that was the national convention and it was abroad. And I only really went for the holiday. Being completely honest, I just thought, I'm going to go there. It's going to be a nice little break in the sun. Um, just thought it'd be a nice little holiday. And had to, in fact, had to buy annual leave from work to go because I'd run out of holiday from work. And it was going to that event that completely changed everything for me. Um, and, you know, I, I think if I hadn't gone to that event, I probably would have at some point quit because I was just kind of bumbling along, not really getting anywhere. But going to that event completely changed everything. Um, you know, we, everybody talks about how important events are, but, you know, just being there, being surrounded by, by different people from all different backgrounds, you know, all different walks of life, that seen that, this, that they'd had success and it was worldwide. You know, it, there was no discrimination with the type of people that could be successful. Um, that kind of really opened my eyes to it because although I'd seen people around me could become successful, it was going to that event that showed me the bigger picture and that's when I kind of really got stuck into it. 
So you said you had lack of consistency at the beginning. How did you yeah. become so? Eventually, you became consistent because no one can be successful without consistency. How did you become consistent? I think it was when I joined the second company. So throughout the time in the first company, I was kind of always in and out because I'd see a little bit of success, then it would go, and it was kind of an up and down journey. Which I know that that's obviously the natural journey to success. But it was starting my second company because I thought if I'm going to change companies and do this, I'm going to have to go all in. We have to put everything into this because otherwise there's no point moving. So when I joined my second company, I literally just went flat out all in, you know, put my heart and soul into it, you know, hours upon hours, and just did everything I could to make it work. And I think it was having that new mindset and having that fresh start that made a massive difference. And being consistent, obviously, that's what's made a huge difference in my business.、Uh, but I think you have to be in the right company and you have to be in the right time of your life to. Actually, put you all into it because we all know it's all about timing. And I think previously that had not been the right time for me for whatever reason. And then once kind of I'd made that commitment and gone all in, it was the right time for me, and that's when it all started to happen.、Hmm. So the first company wasn't the right time for you. You just joined.、Um, so for some of our listeners, if they're struggling with consistency, what advice could you give them? You just need to kind of make that decision, and you've got to commit. So you know. We all talk about consistency, but it's a thing that you can you can teach yourself to be consistent. You can take it little steps at a time, so you can start doing maybe a couple of things every day, just build up slowly. But you have to commit to doing it every day because if you're someone that kind of does some actions or activities for a couple of days a week, then doesn't do it, you're constantly starting again, and that's when you're going to never get any traction on your business.、Um, so yeah, just take it small steps at a time, and you know, just really commit in your mind to actually doing it. And having having like a strong vision as well, I think if you know where you're going and where you want to end up, you can kind of get that consistency into your life because you know exactly where you want to go. Was there a point in your,、um, or maybe it was the consistency point where things really start taking off for you? Were you kind of like a light yeah, bulb moment? It was. It was literally as soon as I started doing these things every day, and you know, what we do is quite simple. The actual tasks that we do are quite simple, but it's hard work. And I think that doing those simple things every single day—that's what made a massive difference. And then I went to like another convention for our second company, and that was in Canada. And again, that was another turning point for me because, again, seeing people walk across the stage, you know, seeing people that come from the similar kind of background to me, you know, stay-at-home mums, dads, you know, seeing all those people doing what I wanted to do—that reconfirmed that actually, if they can do it, anyone can do it, and I can do it. And that was another turning point. And then. Coming back from that event, that's when I first hit diamond, and I think that had a huge impact, really, on on where I was going.、Uh, let's talk about negativity. You said you had、um, when we talked that before the show started, you had lots of negativity. Well, what were some of the negativity you faced by building the business? Okay, so、um, this is like the question about like kind of the worst moment of the network marketing career so far. So we had some issues with our company and some people last year.、Um, It was a point of time where a lot of people left. Unfortunately, some people left and used what was going on with us as a underhand kind of recruiting tactic, you know, scare tactics. And we faced a lot of negativity about the company, about us personally. Some of us were personally attacked,、uh, all on social media. And it was a really, really hard time, kind of seeing what you'd built, you'd worked so hard to build, start to kind of fall apart and crumble away was really difficult. And watching your team's teams fall apart and You know, watching people that you cared about being 
bad-mouthed and, you know, attacked online and things like that. It was just really, really horrible. And that's why you have to have a strong mindset and you have to do personal development and you have to kind of have a strong vision because when you're going through times like that, if you don't have that, it's so easy to quit. I mean, there was times when I thought, you know what, it'd be easier to go back to work, it'd be easier to go back into recruitment or easier to move companies. But there was something um, strong in my mind and there was a really strong belief in what I was doing and belief in, you know, the company and the people that I was surrounded with, which kept me going through all of that and keeping the girls going as well. And on top of that, I think because I've listened to so many of your podcasts and I've heard so many stories about leaders, you know, six, seven, eight figure earners, people that built huge teams at some point in their career, they'd either lost a team or the company shut down or, you know, they'd lost a whole leg or somebody had, you know, done something awful to them and, you know, run off with all their teams. And when you've heard that kind of story over and over again, it makes it kind of the norm, if that makes sense. So it wasn't. It wasn't that it wasn't difficult, but I knew that that was kind of a part of the success and a part of the journey. And it was quite normal for people to have gone through that as well. And I remember I kept saying to the girls, like, this is normal. Like, people have gone through this before. You know, lots and lots of leaders have lost their teams and had, you know, things happen to them. It's just about how we deal with it, how we move forward. And I think that's really what kept us going through that point. And your business seemed to have gone stronger since then. Yeah, it's getting back to it now. Yeah, it's kind of, and we've, we've become stronger as a team. So it's, you know, Throughout all that negativity, it's created a stronger team bond with all of us. You know, it's taught us a lesson. It's taught us lots of lessons about people. And I think you just have to take the best out of a bad situation. Like, you can dwell on it, you can cry, you can leave, you can do whatever. But if you can take the best out of it and make that kind of develop you into a better person and a better leader, then it's not been for nothing. I think that's the way that you should look at these challenges. Like, it's all a learning curve and it's all, you know, part of your success journey. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. There's always going to be challenges. And I'm sure it's not going to be the last time. There's going to be other things that come up. But it's about how you get over those and deal with those. Good, great, great advice here. Um, what did you learn about yourself during that time? Like you talk um, about the OCD, the best I of think, it. Yeah, what I were the learned, lessons you learned? I, I learned I was stronger than I thought because I think the old me would have just crumbled and left and gone into hiding and never, never shown my face again. <laughs> but... I think because I've, I've become a better person and throughout being in this industry, you do learn a lot about yourself and you do kind of get that chance to develop yourself like you wouldn't do in a normal traditional job for it, for it necessarily. And I think that I learned at that particular time that actually I am stronger than I thought I was. And, you know, I know that I'm a good leader because I helped the team kind of keep it together and, you know, was always there to help and to give advice and, you know, be the strong person for everybody that was you know, maybe not quite as strong. And I think that was kind of a big learning curve for me. Um, what do you think of some of the common mistakes that, I mean, you have a leader, you have a big team. So what are some of the mistakes that most distributors make that hold them back? Um, I think probably approaching it incorrectly in the first place, like I did when I first started. So, you know, going out and spamming a load of people, expecting loads of people to sign up straight away. You know, we try and encourage people to go through their warm contacts and build relationships and that kind of thing. Um, and the biggest mistake I think that people make is quitting too soon. You know, you've got to give it time. It's a business and it's not a get rich quick, like overnight success scheme. It's a business and you've got to put the time into it. And, you know, most people quit before they've even made $500. So, and that to me is quite sad because I know what it can give people and I know how much it can change people's lives. But I think it's like 80% of people quit before they've even made any money. So I think that's the biggest mistake people make. 
you know, they don't see the success straight away and then they just quit and leave it. And then you never know what could have happened with that person. Absolutely. Um, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing so far? Um, I think for me, the proudest moment, well, one of them was when I first hit my first diamond rank because that proved to myself that I could do it. And, you know, that I wasn't just somebody that was watching everybody else become successful. I could actually do it because when I was, um, the couple of years previously to me actually getting anywhere, I never really believed in myself that I could do it because I was watching all these people around me do it. And I know now that that's because I wasn't working hard enough, but I think in my mind, I just didn't think that I was ever going to get that far and do that. So hitting that diamond rank the first time was just amazing, just such a good feeling. And then also just seeing my team members, you know, achieve their goals. So even if it's like, I've got girls that have just earned an extra few hundred pounds just on selling products that, you know, help them go on holiday or, you know, help them buy their children clothes, little things like that. That's really, really important to me as well, because not everybody's in it to build a huge team and earn loads and loads of money. Some people are just in it to improve their life slightly and make a little bit of extra money. And to me, those those things are just as important. And it's so so heartwarming to see people, you know, achieve those little things because, you know, that is life changing for them. And it's really, really important to kind of celebrate those things as well. Yeah. Hey, um, what does, what do you what gets you excited by network marketing now? Um, I think um, just the fact that anyone can do it. Like it doesn't discriminate against age, um, qualification, anything, and anyone can change their life with this industry. And that to me is just absolutely amazing. Like obviously, if you're willing to put the work in and put the effort in, then anybody can do it. Like it doesn't matter how old, you know people that have left school with no qualifications, you know, they've been stay-at-home mums, they can make huge successes of their lives. And to me, that's the exciting part. And the other thing um, that I'm absolutely loving at the minute is all these people giving their free, their time for free training and resources like yourself. There's lots and lots of the, you know, top leaders that give so much away for free. So there's no excuse not to learn and not to be able to kind of, you know, make the best of yourself. And it's not many other businesses or industries where you'd get that free advice. Most people kind of, hold on to the stuff that they know because they don't want their competitors to know. Whereas in this industry, everybody shares and everybody wants to help each other. And that's what I absolutely love. Hey, ML Nation, here's something cool for you. And it's free. Now, I know that you know you should be working on your income producing activities every day. But do you ever wonder how many prospects you need to reach out to every day? Or how many you need to invite an actual follow up in order to earn a full time income? Well, how many times you should be posting on social media? Now you know those answers and what to do and how many people you need to reach out to with your free DMO cheat sheet that will keep you on track every day. Now, not only can you print it out and put it next to you, but we made it even easier for you. We made it so that it's a wallpaper for your phone because I know you're building your business with your phone so that anytime you pick up your phone, you'll look at your DMO cheat sheet. It's right there and it will remind you of what you need to do and keep you focused. Go get your free demo cheat sheet. Just go to mlnation.com for your free download. Again, just go to mlnation.com and get your demo cheat sheet. As we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain, Jenny. Uh, the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, it is, I've written this down because if you stumble, make it part of the dance because to me, that, that shows that you can make mistakes. You know, no one's perfect. It's all a journey, so if you stumble, make it part of the dance. And I think it's the only industry where you can make mistakes over and over again and never get fired, which is quite rare, because obviously if you're in a job, 
you know, if you're making loads and loads of mistakes, you get the sack. But yeah, you can make as many mistakes as you want as long as you learn from them, then it's absolutely fine. I love it. Yes, we can make as many mistakes, and that's actually how we're learning, right? We make the mistakes exactly. that we make. Exactly. Yeah. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, being consistent. I think that's the the main thing that changed for me. Like I spoke about earlier, that is the thing that kind of propelled my business forward. And you know, it's it's a, it's an obvious one, really, but it's so so important because if you're not consistent, like the work you do now is the work that will pay off in like three four months time. And you're not necessarily going to see that payoff yet, but you need to kind of stay with it and be consistent because if you're not, like I said, you're always going to be starting over again and then it's never going to work. Yeah, what is um, what is your routine? I know all the successful people have routines. What's your daily routine like? Okay, so I try and get everything um, important done in the morning. So I get up in the morning. I normally would listen to a podcast or listen to something on YouTube, like do something positive in the morning. Um, I don't follow the Miracle Morning, like, really strictly, but there's certain parts of it that I do. Um, affirmations as well. And um, exercise, I either do that in the morning or in the afternoon. But then between sort of the hours of like nine and 12, that's when I'll start doing my recruiting messages, follow-ups, um, any of those income producing activities that we have to do every single day. And then normally in the afternoon, that's when I'll go out and meet people or do calls, three-way calls, you know, other things like that. So it's, it's quite important to have a routine, especially when you're full time. It's really hard to stay focused. I think for like for me as well, going from being in quite a stressful, like high pressurized job to then working from home, it was it was quite hard transition. So it was really really important for me to kind of have a routine because otherwise, you know, you do procrastinate and you do get sidetracked and you know you end up getting nothing done. Yeah. And uh, what's the uh, best piece of advice you ever received? Um, best piece of advice, probably to follow personal development. Um, I think that that's obviously a massive part of what we do. You know, you've got to have a strong mindset because you do get lots of rejection. You know, you do kind of face adversity and it's never, it's not going to be an easy journey. So if you've got a strong mindset, then you're very, very well equipped to deal with that. So whether that's doing, you know, reading or audios or podcasts, you know, anything like that, anything that's going to develop your mind and make you a stronger person. What is your favorite prospecting tool? Do you have like a, if someone's a qualified prospect, do you sell them a company video? Do you use Facebook groups? Do you do a Zoom? What do you like to use? So we've got a Facebook group, um, which is um, just a group full of information. We've got a pin post. So anyone who's interested in the business can be put in there. They can be tagged. We've got some testimonials in there as well. And I think that that works really well because it's, it creates a sense of community. Um, then people can see that there's other people joining and there's other things going on. And uh, we also do a Zoom call once a week as well, so a live Zoom, which I, I think is equally as important because you know it's nice to have that kind of connection with people as well. So we do that once a week. Um, but yeah, it's mainly the Facebook group that we use um, because then they can go back and they can look at stuff again. You know, yeah. they can go back and re re go over the videos and things like that. Do you have a favorite app uh, on your phone or your favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend? Um, so I use Canva a lot to make posters, pictures, um, promotional information, um, that type of thing. Um, I also use the LinkedIn app. I use LinkedIn quite a lot as well for my prospecting, which I think is quite underutilized as a recruiting tool. Um, but yeah, they're the two that I use mainly, I think, the, the a different app, the ordinary ones. What's, uh, what's uh, one or two tips you can share about LinkedIn? How, how does it say similar, similar or different from Facebook? 
Um, it's I love LinkedIn. I mean, coming from a recruitment background, we use LinkedIn a lot because it's a recruitment tool. Um, but it's really, really good for finding a specific type of people in certain areas. So if, for example, your company's launching in a new country or launching in a new area, you can search really, really targeted searches, people in that area, maybe that are in health and wellness or they're in beauty or, you know, they're looking for work. You know, you can really narrow it down. So I love searching for people. I generally find people on LinkedIn, kind of connect with them that way and then ask if I can have them on Facebook afterwards because obviously that's where all the, you know, the um, attraction marketing is and that's where all the prospecting groups are and things like that. But it's a really, really good tool for searching for specific people. Um, you can also um, search in groups as well. So there's really good groups on LinkedIn. So you can search through, you know, fitness groups. It depends what industry you're in, but you can kind of look for whatever is relevant to what you're doing. Um, and then, yeah, looking for people that, you know, are interested in networking. So I always look for people that like the recruitment consultants, for example, or real estate um, people or, you know, not necessarily the network marketers because I don't like the whole kind of poaching thing. But, you know, anyone that loves to network, they're really, really great prospects for us or anyone, obviously, that's interested in the same sort of things, what you're what you're doing. Hmm. Uh, you talked about personal development a lot. What's one book you could recommend? Um, I love Beach Money is one of my favorite books, um, Jordan Adler, because I think it's just there's loads and loads of books that kind of show you the techniques of what we need to do. Like GoPro is brilliant, Eric Warren. But I think with a book like Beach Money, it kind of it's a really good story and it shows you you know, the struggles of somebody kind of bef before the success happens, because a lot of people look at these successful people and think, oh, they were, they've always been that successful. But actually, when you look back and you read into some of the people's stories, you realize actually it's taken them years and years and years to get there. So it, again, it reaffirms the fact that you've just got to keep with it and not give up and carry on going until you find the right fit for you. Um, I think he was in like 10 companies, wasn't he, before he yeah. was any success. But yeah, I love that book. Um, and I think it's just really lighthearted. It's really easy to read for somebody who's new as well. Um, and I've just read Ray and Jessica Higdon's new book, um, Freakishly Effective Social Media Network Marketing, which is really, really good as well, because that's really current, it's really relevant, and it gives you some great tips for Facebook. Awesome. Hey, here's the last question, Shady. He knows it's coming. <laughs> the million-dollar question. You ready? I'm ready, yeah. So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So didn't know your partner, didn't know anyone, you had no family members, your phone contact list was zero, no Facebook friends. Uh, but what's the first thing or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? Okay, so there's probably two things I'd do. So firstly, I'd set up a Facebook profile um, and then I'd get myself into some groups. So groups that I've got an interest in or groups that would be relevant to what I'm doing. So at the moment, I'm in a lot of fitness groups. Um, so I'd probably do that. Um, I love to travel, so travel groups. I've just uh, recently got a dog, so puppy groups, dog mum groups, and I start looking at people in those groups, seeing who's active, starting to like and comment on some of their posts, you know, just see who's who's interacting in that group, and then, you know, obviously you've gone through this method as well, but using that method of adding them, comment, well, commenting, and then adding them, then messaging them, just building those connections that way, and then I'd also set up a LinkedIn profile and do the same kind of thing, so I'd search for people that are in, you know, that similar kind of arena. Awesome. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then uh, what's the best way listeners can connect with you, Shady? Okay, so obviously on Facebook, it's Shady Whelan. I think there's only two of us, so it's pretty easy to find. Um, on Instagram, it's SWS Global, which is my business name. And then LinkedIn, it's Shady Whelan. And last bit of advice is just really never give up. You know, you just never know what's around the corner. 
you could be one conversation away from finding your next diamond. And if, if you don't carry on, you'll never know. You know, you've just got to keep on going and have that strong vision. You've got to have a strong vision in your mind that's going to keep you going. Um, otherwise, you will quit. But yeah, it's just don't give up. Honestly, like I've seen what this industry can do for people, and it's just absolutely incredible. And I'm so appreciative of it. So I just hope that everybody else, you know, has the same success and has the same kind of enjoyment out of it as well. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Shaney Whelan. So keep up the momentum. Go to MLNation.com and type in Shaney, S-H-A-N-I, at the search bar in the show notes. And all the nuggets of wisdom that Shaney just shared will be right there. Hey, in order to be mm-hmm. successful in network marketing in life, you must help others. So, Shaney, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Hey, ML Nation. Thanks to our guest for a great show today. And now it's your turn. Now, before we go to the recap, remember, unless you take consistent action on what you just learned, it's useless and you basically wasted your time and our time. You need to take action. And if you feel overwhelmed or struggle with consistency, head over to our website, mlnation.com, and we have free resources that will help you defeat overwhelm take action, and create consistency. Just head over to mlnation.com. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to mlnation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.